Hello everyone, Amir Seth is here and you're listening to the episode number 6 of the Viva Visa podcast by Adamila Group. In this episode, Kusha Atami, the founder of Atami Law Group, and I will discuss about the most significant topic that you must consider before choosing your law firm. Why? Because it's all about the confidentiality. Why does it matter? And how the law firm, specifically here, the Atami Law Group, is going to protect your information and your case. So, stay with us. And thanks for listening. Let's begin. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Amir. Thank you for having me. Good, great. How are you, Kusha? I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Good, great. Okay, today we are going to talk a little bit more about a topic that uh, seems to be a little bit more, you know, um, critical for the law firms. We are going to talk about the confidential and confidentiality, right? Okay, yeah, Good. all right, I'm ready. Why are sages confidential? Oh my God, such an amazing question and very, very important. Okay, so uh, to begin talking about um, confidentiality in general, First, uh, when a client walks into um, an attorney's office or our firm, um, I make this kind of clear from the beginning that everything that they communicate with us are kept confidential. Okay, confidentiality is number one rule um, that always needs to be exercised between an attorney and client. And the attorney is the gatekeeper of the client's confidential information. And we have been taught and trained this since law school that there's nothing more important about your client's confidential information or just uh, information in general. With that being said, um, Sage's cases are one step higher than just average confidential information. This Because number one, you're dealing with uh, minors and most cases that are filed with uh, state court, you know, uh, or USCIS uh, in regards to CIGES are kept confidential. So form I-360, uh, the special immigrant juvenile status, when we file that, uh, the information on those information, uh, the information, client's information are kept confidential due to the nature of its proceeding. Number one, because you're dealing with minors and even state law protects them. And number two, due to the nature and extent of the cases, uh, and they can be a bit graphic and traumatizing for the minor or the parent, USCIS, uh, I have to say, they have done a pretty good job on keeping this information confidential. So when I-36 is filed. So <clears throat> when... Uh, you know, in, in filing for, like, for example, when you were in court and um, we're doing a single parent sages case where one parent is filing for paternity and 
Sigis findings, uh, all the information are confidential. They're so confidential that you can't even access like the case summary online. This this goes without saying uh, how important that uh, the nature of these proceedings are. Wow, it's a little bit complicated, right? Oh, it's very complicated, and it requires, um, you know, uh, very intriguing ways to keep the information confidential. Right. You know, uh, you know, uh, the sieges cases usually are not like the the other cases, like for example, the personal injury or other things. You know, you know, it, they, they, you can find some information about those cases, but the sieges is especially it's really really hard to find people that wants to open up and talk about it. Let let's see how does your firm deal with clients' information in uh, these the delicate cases. Very good question, Emir. Thank you. Uh, so, from the get-go, uh, I have trained my staff to be extremely um, accommodating to our clients, including um, their information that are relieved to us. Um, these type of cases um, brings out a lot of uh, unwanted and traumatizing information from clients. So, um, for example, when our clients are doing declarations with us, we are keeping them in a, a, a room private where no one else can hear um, their information. And our staff are very well trained to, this, to deal with this type of cases and information. So, for instance, um, if uh, we have a case where... Um, the mother was, for example, for example, like raped or abused, and um, she has to go in detail to talk about the incidents that happened um, regarding the partner's or previous husband's uh, behavior. Those information can bring a lot of information and they can re-traumatize uh, our client. Mm. Uh, we've been in a lot of situations uh, that this actually happened, so we give our clients a lot of uh, accommodation mm. and a lot of emotional support. Um, we don't push them to talk about things that they don't want to talk about. Um, and safe-gating clients' confidential information uh, is very important because while it is our goal to um, obtain the predicate order at the state court level and also get the I-360 where my client can later on get their green card, we don't want to cause any sort of emotional harm. So it's a, it's a very, very, it's probably, I would have to say, it's the toughest part of the process. Right, here, like, sure. Like, like, I'm serious. Like, it, it is truly one of the toughest process because... You know, um, some of this, some of our clients have kept this information to them for a very, very long time, and they don't want to talk about it. And it's obvious why would they want to talk about mm -hmm. it? It's something that happened in their life that was unfortunate. Like for example, in the case that I just said, where mom was raped, or I had a case where the um, the child, um, I mean, the minor in this case was like like seventeen years old. And she was left um, uh, in in the care of his grandparents, you mm -hmm. know, and his grandparents were 
bad. They were like mm. abusive, abusive, you know. Right. And then going through the stuff that happened to them, Jeez. you know, to the to him, and the stuff that the grandparents did, or the father did, or the mother did, it seems a bit uh, very cruel at times. Uh, um, going to detail, talking about the elements of abuse, neglect, and uh, abandonment. So when we gather the factual information from our, our client, now it is our duty mm-hmm. and work to work with those facts to fit them in a category that were, uh, to fit the category of, uh, or within the definition of abandonment, neglect, and abuse. Um, it's, it's, it's a very, uh, it's a very good question, Amir. Um, and I think it's definitely something that our listeners want to know. Right. So, I can guarantee this from our firm that we have been so and extremely diligent in 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 making our clients feel comfortable, and uh, so that they can tell us everything without causing them any sort of emotional harm. Right. You know. Right. So that's that's a, that's a very very important part of the process, and I would have to say the most difficult. Right. Absolutely. I'm sure about it because yeah. sometimes, as as you mentioned before, uh, because of you know that um, that trauma and the pain that they have, they not willing to open up. Sometimes it's about you know the pain that they still having and they are still experiencing that one, but they want to talk with someone, but they don't know how to start it. Who's going to listen to them? Who's going to believe them? Right. 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 And that's and, and, and I and I have. I'm sorry to. I need no, to okay. interrupt you. So, I, I, and I have like um, like clients where we couldn't get the the facts out of them uh, in in one in one setting. Right. They had to come to our office maybe like three times. I'm sure because you because, know because 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 I I said like you know like assessing the clients mm-hmm. like emotional um, availability. Uh, for one client, I said, you know what, you're just gonna come to the office, right, and then. Uh, I'm going to work on your, you know, declaration, uh, but you're just going to be here for 15, 20 minutes. Right. Right. You know? Right. Here 20 minutes and then we'll have some coffee and we'll talk about some other things and then you can go home. Right. Because I know she was uh, not ready to go to talk about this stuff for two hours in a day. She, she right. couldn't. She couldn't. You know, I, 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 I had to keep the tissue box in front of me. Hmm. I know. I understand. I can't. I can't see. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, the firm that we have, it looks like the consultation session, you know, people are coming to just relieve and then they talk about what is the behind of the scene, right? Right. So the reason that I'm trying to talk about this topic is that uh, I, I know there are lots of people, because when I was driving with... I had this opportunity to meet people about uh, about maybe five or six thousand people, and uh, they talked to me. And I remember they that one passenger, she got in the car, and we were. I, I was I, at that time. I was living in LA before I go to San Francisco, and then um, I was talking to her and about you know the regular topic, and I figured out that she's. She, she there's something wrong with her, and I just asked, "What's wrong with you?" And then she opened up that her father is raping her. Oh my god! Right, it's real. It's real. And it was the first time. It was the first time for me in my life that I was witness in a car with a real victim, 
Yeah. It was the first time, really. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I asked her, okay, if you want, I can introduce you to someone to help you. She said, no, that's a problem. I cannot do anything. There are lots of things. And she cried a lot. And then I figured out, okay, and I, I, I remember and I gave her a number of a, therap a therapist that I knew. And I said, just talk to him, talk to her. And she, she can help you. I'm sure she can help you. And uh, then she left the car and the, 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 the amount of the pressure that I had on that night, it was really, really hard for me to drive. And I was just thinking, this is just one case. Yeah. And talk to me. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. Between maybe thousand and thousand that they, they have that problem, but they don't know how to talk. And just imagine someone undocumented in this country having a child and he or she has no document as well. So they're looking for someone to help them and they don't know how to start. Who's going to listen to them? Who's going to believe them? Right. Who's going to help them? They don't have usually that enough, you know, financial uh, freedom and they don't know what they have. That to is do. correct. Right. That's the, the exactly your your firm at Hamhi Law Group is the one that these type of people must come over there. Because when you come over there and start to talk with with the with the attorneys in the in the firm, you will learn about how what what's your right and how you can take benefit uh, out of your rights and how this firm is going to educate you to take care of yourself to learn to relieve that uh, that 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 pain the amount of the right. pain that you have right no no i mean i i i like yeah, like you said you know it's it's a very victim based um, right yeah right. it's a very victim based um um case and i even had like situations where I felt like my client, you know, he's not doing well in school. And he was actually shocked that I actually showed up to school. I showed up to school. I was like, what's going on? What's going on with my client? Why is he not performing? Really? Yeah, I showed up. But I I talked to the mom. I talked to him. His grades were not up. I was like, I'm going to go show up to your school. You know, when I showed up to school and I would talk to people, I, it, it seems like he was getting bullied. R Really? Yeah, we had to change his school. And he got much better. Wow. And then, and then we have a lot of kids with lots of potentials. You know, it's, uh, the, the amount of um, hardship they overcome. You know, I have a client who just moved to Massachusetts because she got scholarship. Wow. Yeah, yeah, from L.A. to Massachusetts, you know, Um she got she had her I360s approved now she can work over there and she's she's, she's very intelligent you know this I is exactly that we expect from an attorney to change the life i picked this field because i saw the need for this kids and to have a brighter future hmm. you know hmm. i picked this field because Sigis allows them to have a legal status and I can provide this service to them so they can have a brighter future in the U.S. and they can excel. And if uh, any help that I we can provide to them, we will. 
their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it is, it is, it is not only our our legal duty, right? It is our ethical duty, and it's uh, the right thing to do. It's 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 it it, it, it goes within the fine lines of, of, of morality. Right. You know, right. kids have, uh, you know, they, they, they have no choice. They were, they were born mm-hmm. in this world and the, this, the world is a tough place. Right. And the only thing, the best, the best and the least we can do at this is provide some guidance. I even tell some of my clients, uh, you want to go to college, you have some career options or something, call me. You want to become right. an accountant? I can co- I can connect you to an accountant. You want to become a lawyer? I I suggest you not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not no. the only one that is yeah. going to say that one. I know. No, definitely. I, I'm kidding. I, I love what I do. Um, you want to become a lawyer? Sure, call me, talk to me. I can. If you don't like uh, immigration, you like other fields. I can t- introduce you to my colleagues. We're here to help them. Awesome. You know, if you're listening to us, and if you know someone undocumented and they and you believe that they're experiencing some something not really good in their life but they don't know how to start it uh, I guarantee you will learn a lot and you will experience great 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 um, moments in in, in, in atom log because they know how to deal with your case and if there's a case that it's not related to them. They will tell you what you have to do, where you have to go. Right. We if, are. If we cannot help right. you, we'll, we'll send you to a place where you can get help. Right. Right. Because we are a law firm, you know, we know many people and they came to our office and we know how to, to, to talk to them, communicate with them. We have our network. Right. And this is what you have to expect from your attorney. The attorney's job is not just filling up the forms their job is to change your life to help you to go beyond the boundaries the 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 wall that you cannot go through them that's the art of the attorney call us talk to us we're going to help you thanks for listening thank you perfect okay kusha thanks for joining us and i want to say thank you to our listeners I hope you enjoyed and learned from today's episode. Make sure to check out the show notes with the description for access to our website and also make sure to share this episode with your friends and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. We really appreciate hearing feedback from you. So please share a review for this episode or check out our website and ask your questions. We are located in 21031 Ventura Boulevard, suite number 760, Woodland Hills, California, 9136. You can also call us at 213-204-6500. Until the next episode, take care and bye.